It's back again. We thought it was dead, but it's back. It always comes back. Hey everyone, today we have a medical mystery, all the way from the continent of France, en France, Francais. I got some pronunciation help, and so this guy's name, T-A-R-R-A-R-E, is going to be pronounced terror. <laughs> that's as close as I can do. Should I look? Do you think there's like a Google thing that's like, here's how to say things French style? Yes. Let's see. Command C. French pronunciation. Does it then let you do it? Mm, this isn't working. How to pronounce... How to pronounce Tarara. How to pronounce okay, French, how to pronounce dot com. I'm excited now. Isn't this as spooky as you could have ever hoped? Hearing how to pronounce some French guy's name. Alright. I can what? Where do I do this? Okay, is this a play? Uh, on this episode of Grandpa Uses the Internet. <laughs> Don't laugh. Here's how to pronounce that com again. Let's try this one. It looks like Terror. it's... Oh, shit. I talked over... Of course I talked over it. Okay. Now it's broken. <laughs> All right. Refresh. Terror. Damn it. I talked over it again. Okay. I'm going to refresh it again. And this time I'm not going to say anything. Terror. Terror. Terror uh, lived from 1772 to 1798, sometimes spelled T-A-R-A-R-E. So with one less R, who gives a shit, was a French showman and soldier noted for his unusual eating habits. Able to eat vast amounts of meat, he was constantly hungry, his parents could not provide for him, and he was turned out of the family home as a teenager. This sounds like that thing that parents, oh, they're eating me out of house and home, lol. Isn't it so funny that, like, kids eat so much and you're like, eh, I don't know. Um, his parents could not provide for him, he was turned out as a teenager. He traveled France in the company of a band of thieves and prostitutes before becoming the warm-up act to a traveling charlatan. He would swallow corks, stones, live animals, and a whole basket full of apples. He then took his act to Paris, where he worked as a street performer. 
Do you like my French pronunciation? How was how good was my bell? <laughs> Belly. Gray Polly. Do French people call Paris Gay Paris, or is that like an English thing? It's an English thing. Okay. At the start of the war of the First Coalition, whatever the hell that is, Terror joined the French Revolutionary Army. With military rations unable to satisfy his large appetite, he would eat any available food from gutters and refuse heaps, but his condition still deteriorated through hunger. He was hospitalized due to exhaustion and became the subject of a series of medical experiments to test his eating capacity, in which, among other things, he ate a meal intended for 15 people in a single sitting, ate live cats, snakes, lizards, and puppies. What the fuck? And swallowed whole eels without chewing. Live? Yeah. <laughs> I assume... Despite his unusual diet, he was of normal size and appearance and showed no signs of mental illness other than what was described as an apathetic temperament. <laughs> oh, God. I like how you can be in an opening sideshow and it's like, hey, he's kind of apathetic and he eats a shitload. Basically, someone on Fear Factor who doesn't give a shit. Also, why do you need to eat live cats and puppies? And why does it say puppies? Why wouldn't it say dogs? Because it just wants me to feel bad. It just wants me to be like, oh, what a monster. What a terror he was. Huh? General Alexandre de Beaumont decided to put terror's abilities to military use. Okay, I'm curious how this works. And he was employed as a courier by the French army with the intention that he would swallow documents, pass through enemy lines, and recover them from his stool once safely at his destination. Terra could not speak German, and on his first mission was captured by Prussian forces, severely beaten, and underwent a mock execution before being returned to French lines. What is a mock execution? That's highlighted. A stratagem in which a victim is deliberately but falsely made to feel that their execution or that of another person is imminent or is taking place. It may be staged for an audience or a subject who is made to believe that they are being led to their own execution. Okay, and then you just like, then they don't do it, and they're like, all right, well, I think you've learned your lesson. On with you. Chastened by this experience, he agreed to submit to any procedure that would cure his appetite. I like how this is the point where he's like, you know, maybe this appetite thing is really not working out for me. At this point, he's like, I almost got executed because I was going to swallow some documents and... That didn't work. Was treated with laudanum, tobacco pills, wine vinegar, and soft-boiled eggs. The procedures failed and doctors could not keep him on a controlled diet. He would sneak out of the hospital to scavenge for offal in gutters, that's O-F-F-A-L, rubber heaps, and outside butcher's shops, and attempted to drink the blood of other patients in the hospital and to eat the corpses in the hospital morgue. This is crazy shit. After being suspected of eating a toddler, he was ejected from the hospital. He reappeared four years later in Versailles with a case of severe tuberculosis and died shortly afterwards following a lengthy bout of exudative diarrhea. Whatever that is. That's also a highlighted term, so I can hover over it and see. As he hovered over a toilet, I can hover over this. Oh, it just says diarrhea. This is just for diarrhea. I know what diarrhea is. 
I want to know what exudative diarrhea. Oh, here we go. Occurs with the presence of blood and pus in the stool. Occurs with inflammatory bowel disease, such as Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, and other severe infections such as E. coli or other forms of food poisoning. Well, I can see how maybe a diet of, like, stuff from the gutter, patient's blood, corpses, and a toddler... (laughs) By the way, I just want to point out this is the intro paragraph or intro section to his Wikipedia page. That's not even the whole thing. That's just that first section that's like, so why do I give a shit about this guy? So let's see. Early life. He was born around 1772. It's not even known if his name was Terror or it was a nickname. That's what's funny about especially these, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. Like right now, if somebody who is a, famous will be able to trace back all their records but like how would they know this guy was going to be famous as a child he had a huge appetite and by his teens could eat a quarter of a bullock waiting weighing as much as a terror himself in a single day a bullock is a cow basically a quarter of a cow by this time his parents could not provide for him and forced him to leave home for some years after this, he toured the country with a roaming band of thieves. and pro- Yeah, we know this. Begging and stealing food. Um, he would eat all that shit we talked about. He would eat ravenously and was particularly fond of snake meat. Sure. Why not? In 1788, Tara moved to Paris to work as a street performer. He appears to have been successful in general, but on one occasion, the act went wrong and he had a severe intestinal obstruction. Members of the crowd carried him to the Hotel Dieu Hospital, where he was treated with powerful laxatives. He made a full recovery and offered to demonstrate his act by eating his surgeon's watch and chain. The surgeon was unimpressed by the offer and warned him that if he did so, he would cut terror open to recover the items. This is a good uh, trick, though. If you're going to get, like, okay, if I'm opening for this charlatan and I'm like, I can swallow any amount of dollar bills. So everyone throw your money onto the stage and I will swallow it. And then you wash it off later and you're like, now who's got $100? Thanks to his ability to eat dollars. Tell all. Appearance and behavior. Despite his unusual diet, Terror was slim and of average height. At age 17, he weighed only 100 pounds. He was described as having unusually soft, fair hair and abnormally wide mouth in which his teeth were heavily stained and which the lips were almost invisible. When he had not eaten, his skin would hang so loosely that he could wrap the fold of skin from his abdomen around his waist. When full, his abdomen would distend like a huge balloon. The skin of his cheeks was wrinkled and hung loosely, and when stretched out, he could hold 12 eggs or apples in his mouth. This is amazing. This is like, there was a guy in the Flash comics who was like this. He was the Flash's buddy. He was like a uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson kind of guy who also was just sort of a black hole. He, like, things went to another dimension or something. His body was hot to the touch, and he sweated heavily. He constantly had foul body odor. Dutto, this is starting to sound familiar. He was described as stinking to such a degree that he could not be endured within the distance of 20 paces 
and the smell would get noticeably worse after he had eaten. His eyes and cheeks would become bloodshot, a visible vapor would arise from his body, and he would become lethargic, during which time he would belch noisily and his jaws would make swallowing motions. (laughs) This guy sounds like a complete monster. This is an X-File. Ten, 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 ten. He had chronic diarrhea, which was said to be fetid beyond all conception. Despite his large intake of food, he did not appear either to vomit excessively or to gain weight. Aside from his eating habits, his contemporaries saw no apparent signs of mental illness or unusual behavior in him, other than an apparently apathetic temperament with a complete lack of force and ideas. So he's basically an eating machine, is what they're making this sound like. He had no force or ideas, just food. And not food, items, I guess. The cause of his behavior is not known. While there are other documented cases of similar behavior from the period, none of the subjects other than terror were autopsy, and there have been no modern documented cases resembling him. Hyperthyroidism can induce an extreme appetite, rapid weight loss, profuse sweating, heat intolerance, and fine hair. Bondison speculates that, whoever the hell that is, Terror had a damaged amygdala. It is known that injuries to the amygdala and aminals can induce polyphagia, which is excessive hunger or increased appetite. Um, Or just having delicious sun chips. Sun chips. Sponsor of Helpful Snowman Podcast. Soon. It's going to happen. I'll take Harvest Cheddar or Garden Salsa. Those would be my top choices. But if you want me to go plain or onion, French onion maybe? French onion. Now that you've heard my French accent, maybe you want me to give a little love to the French onion. Hello. Sun chips. (laughs) let's see he joined the army the military rations uh he was admitted to the hospital he would okay scavenge for garbage and gutters and refuse containers uh he was granted quadruple rations but remained hungry scavenge for garbage and gutters and refuse containers eat the scraps of food left by other patients and creep into the apothecary's room to eat the poultices Military surgeons could not understand his appetite. He was ordered to remain in the military hospital to take part in physiological experiments. Um, That makes sense. They decided to test his capacity for food. A meal had been prepared for 15 laborers near the hospital gates. Although generally hospital staff restrained terror in the presence of food, on this occasion, they allowed him to reach the table undisturbed. He ate ate the entire meal of two large meat pies plates of grease and salt and four gallons of milk and then immediately fell asleep. (laughs) The doctor noted that Terror's belly became taut and inflated like a large balloon. On another occasion, he was presented with a live cat. Oh, this is gross. You should cover your ears. Uh, He tore the cat's abdomen open with his teeth and drank its blood and proceeded to eat the entire cat aside from its bones before vomiting up its further and skin. Okay. Um, following this, hospital staff offered Terror a variety of other animals, including snakes, lizards, and puppies, all of which were eaten. He also swallowed an entire eel without chewing, having first crushed its head with his teeth. This guy, where did you even get a whole live eel? And you're like, oh, let's see if he had that. Uh... 
There's a quote from a guy here that says, the dogs and cats fled in terror at his aspect as if they had anticipated the kind of fate he was preparing for them. All right, so then he's got his service as a military courier section. Um, He was called on to demonstrate his abilities by a gathering of commanders, having swallowed the box of what? Uh, Successfully, he was given a wheelbarrow filled with 30 pounds of raw bull's lungs and liver as a reward, which he immediately ate in front of the assembled generals. This sounds like something from Hellboy, like BPRD, and they're just like, uh, here's 30 pounds of just like leftover stuff from a bull. And he's like, oh, thanks, guys. In a wheelbarrow, by the way. Are we going to put it on a table? Nah, just throw it in a fucking wheelbarrow. Um, the general was concerned about his mental state. Well, you know. And reluctant to entrust him initially with significant military documents. He was ordered as his first assignment to carry to a message to a French colonel. Um, in reality, the general had really merely written a note asking the colonel to confirm that the message had been received successfully, and if so, to return a reply of any potentially useful information about Prussian troop movements. So Terror crossed the lines under cover of darkness, disguised as a German peasant. Although he unable to speak German, he soon attracted the attention of local residents who alerted the Prussian authorities. Authorities. <laughs> a strip search found nothing suspicious on his person, and despite being whipped by soldiers, he refused to betray his mission. Brought before the local commander, he again refused to talk and was imprisoned. After 24 hours of captivity, Terror relented and explained the scheme to his captors. He was chained to a latrine, and eventually, 30 hours after being swallowed, the wooden box emerged. Uh, someone so-and-so was furious when the documents, which Tara had said contained vital intelligence, turned out to only be the dummy message. He was taken to the gallows and a noose placed around his neck. Some sources say that the guy never retrieved the box as Tara had the presence of mind to recover and eat the stool containing it before it could be seized by the Prussians. He ate poop. At the last minute, the bad guy relented and Terror was taken down from the scaffold, given a severe beating and released near the French lines. Good lord. Uh, let's see. This is when they tried... Here are the attempted cures. Laudanum. Wine vinegar and tobacco pills. Uh, fed him a large quantity of soft-boiled eggs. Didn't work. Um, he would sneak out under any sort of diet. Uh, drank the blood of patients undergoing bloodletting, attempting to eat bodies in the mortuary. Um, they, other doctors believed he was mentally ill and pressed for him to be transferred to a lunatic asylum, but Percy was keen to continue his experiments and he remained at the military hospital. After some time, a 14-month-old child disappeared from the hospital and Tara was immediately suspected. Percy was unable or unwilling to defend him, and the hospital staff chased Tara from the hospital, to which he never returned. This guy ends up just, like, for things that maybe he should get in trouble for, they're just like, just run him off. Whatever. Four years later, in 1798, and Monsieur Tessier of Versailles Hospital contacted Percy to notify him that a patient of theirs wished to see him. It was Tara, now bedridden and weak. Tara told Percy that he had swallowed a golden fork two years earlier, which he believed was lodged inside him and causing his current weakness. He hoped that Percy could find some way to remove it. Percy, however, recognized that he had advanced tuberculosis. 
A month later, Tara began to experience the exudative diarrhea, dying shortly afterwards. The corpse rotted quickly. The surgeons of the hospital refused to dissect it. Tessier, however, wanted to find out how Tara differed from the norm internally and was also curious as to whether the gold fork was actually lodged inside him. I mean, that seems like a very secondary concern, but okay. At the autopsy, Tara's gullet was found to be abnormally wide, and when his jaws opened, surgeons could see down a broad canal into the stomach. Ugh. His body was found to be filled with pus, his liver and gallbladder were abnormally large, and his stomach was enormous, covered in ulcers and filling most of his abdominal cavity. And the part you've all been waiting for, the fork was never found. That's the tale of terror. Did he eat a 14-month-old child? Perhaps. Mayhaps. Um... That just seems like a, a great X-File or like a, a, a nice little a nice little indie movie, you know, where they're like, oh, so-and-so put on a billion pounds to play this weird role of this guy who ate everything. He ate people. He ate puppies. He ate anything that he shouldn't eat and all the things he should. All right. Well, there you go. What a, What a success that was, huh? Uh, I guess we'll see you tomorrow. Should have started this up a little earlier, but you know. Laugh it up. God name once. Now you're still a product. He numbers velocity. Devil off.